Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. On this week's Big Tech Show, when you travel, how do you avoid getting completely ripped off on roaming charges outside of Europe? And what are some of the travel hacks you should know about that aren't included in the tech you buy? We give you all the tips you need to know. On top of my list, Adrian, is my noise cancelling headphones. When I put them on, I love that it just goes boom and you're in this kind of sonic bubble and you can't hear the baby and you can't hear that weird frequency of the aircon on the airplane. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Alan, uh, the pressure of expectation, it seems, is all on Dublin this weekend. Is that a fair comment? I don't think so, to be honest. Um, like I think there's a certain amount of pressure on Mayo as well. There's a number of guys there that have played in a number of All-Ireland finals, Andy Moore and Alan Dillon, these guys. So they're under pressure to deliver as well. And I think, maybe not from the outside, but I think internally they might be feeling a bit of pressure. I think from Dublin's point of view, Dublin have been there, done that. So I think... Like there won't be talk of back to back all Ireland as I've said before in the Dublin dressing room. So so I actually think a lot of the pressure is is is, is on Mayo coming into Sunday. Like Mayo some of these Mayo players have to win in All Ireland or else their 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 careers won't be fulfilled. So that brings that brings its own weight on the shoulders, similar to what we felt in, in coming into two thousand eleven and, and obviously when that weight is lifted off the shoulders it it, it gets rid of that expectation. James, there seems to be, from what we can gather, a lot less hype in the county of Mayo uh, in the run-up to Sunday's final. But I'm sure there is there is pressure on these players. You know most of them intimately. What, how do you think they'll be feeling this week? Uh, there's, they'll be excited for for a start. You know, playing playing Dublin and Ireland in the final. You know, it's it's you know one of the one of the greatest teams, uh, I suppose, um, as as they're being portrayed. I'm sure the Dublin players won't like to be portrayed that way, but but. It's fact. They're 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 an amazing team. With with you know, and obviously Alan was a huge part of that. With 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 huge success over the last number of years. So, um, you know, Mayo, Mayo have been knocking on the door for a while and, and are going to be up there playing playing this team. So they'll be they'll be excited about that. But of course, there's of course there's pressure. There's you know there's pressure playing for Mayo. There's there's pressure playing for for any of the big teams. But but I I, I think Mayo are experienced enough to be to be able to to embrace that a little bit and, and use it the right way. You know. Um, you know, I know Alan mentioned Alan Dillon and and, and uh, a few guys like that, and you know they've they've experienced you know good days and, and and hard days, but but they'll they'll be able to tweak that I think to to um, get the best prep they, they possibly can, you know. So so I think that's good, and uh, they'll be looking forward to it. The, the hype is is a little bit uh, is a little bit lower, you know. That guy that that uh, painted his Ferrari red and green. I still don't know about that one. That, that's sort of added a little bit of a spark to it, but but uh, hopefully he's he's in isolation. But it, it's been a bit low, lower key. I think that myself is, is maybe because of May, Mayo's um, patchy. I think is the word. Uh, some of their patchy performances today. I think it's a little bit of that. And I think then with how how Dublin, you know, the character that they displayed against Kerry. You know, at the start of the second half for me in particular, how they just coolly said about their business. I think that might have given some of the male public a little bit of a jolt in that how, how composed and strong no matter what happens to, to that Dublin team, how they reacted, you know. So you put those two things together and, and maybe some of the recent history. So you know Dublin will be will be the raging hot favourites and, and, and that might have watered down a bit of the hype down here in Mayo. And um, when you were manager in the run up to the two thousand and twelve and thirteen finals, 
how how do you deal with this issue of Mayo's history? Um, do, you, do, do, do you cocoon the entire squad from all that talk, you know, of all the finals you've lost since since 89? It's an interesting one. If you cocoon, if you try and lock people away from it too much, you know, it has the inverse effect of what you're trying to do. You know, if let's not think about the elephant in the room. You're thinking about the elephant in the room. You know, it, 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 sometimes it's that. So you just try and, you know, the group that you have, and, and the players that you have and, and you know the maturity levels are at or whatever it is you just try and assess what's the best way to do it sometimes it's to talk about certain things and, and, and sometimes it's not you know depending on, on where they are so you try and do what's, what, what's, what's best and, and uh, everyone everyone knows the, the, you know the recent the recent history and, and, and where we are but I suppose this team is you know uh, and, and even this year it's a slightly different version of, 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 of the team that's there and you know, the team that's been over the last four or five years have been a different team to you know some of the previous teams. So these guys are trying to write their 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 own history and look at things a different way. And, and I think they've shown that over the last couple of years with with their consistency and and you know even their ruthlessness and you know what happened last year. That's a that's a real as I said at the time it was a very courageous move in what they did and it showed a for me a desire and ambition that and, and a ruthlessness that that you know you mightn't have always been there with with, with some of the middle teams in the past. So. So for me, this team is 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 different. is is setting standards um, down here and 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 are driving forward. And and uh, you know, of course, they're aware of the past, um, but uh, they're 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 using that or turning that into into fuel for themselves. You know. Okay, uh, Alan James mentioned their uh, Dublin's approach in the second half against Kerry and how they were able to reel them in and the the composure they showed there. But the team had to go to the well in the semi final. Is there any danger that they mightn't be able to kind of hit that peak again in the final, that there could be a little bit of flatness there? I don't think so. Again, like Mayo, they're very experienced. And um, obviously in that second half, without being spectacular, it was a very, very solid, composed performance. And like that's what Dublin are capable of. And I think that kind of flamboyant football that we associated with Dublin in the first few years of Jim Gavin's reign is gone now. And it's very much, they've been trained to kind of play against blanket defences, trained to play against teams that are putting 11, 12 men behind the ball. And I think their play looks like that now. Like They're very composed on the ball, very reluctant to, to, to give possession away, very reluctant to kick it into a full forward line where there's maybe a sweep or another man in front of the full back line, in front of, in front of Bernard or whoever. So um, they seem to be going through the hands a lot more. Um, so I think it was just a very composed performance against Mayo, or um, against Kerry the last day. And I think we'll see the same on Sunday from both teams. I don't think that... that 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 we're going to see these spectacular contests we've seen before with Mayo and Dublin. I think it'll be a it'll be a tough tough war of attrition. Connor, yeah, it's still interesting though. I thought that like as composed and measured and controlled as Dublin were against Kerry, that Jim still finished with eight forwards on the pitch. You know, I know Dermot Connolly had moved back into midfield and Kieran Kilkenny into wing half back, but uh, like. The faith that he obviously put in all those players to be able to hold their shape defensively. Like Dublin were going to attack that game and, and going to attack that result. And like the last substitution that Kerry made was they brought on Mark O'Shea for Paul Ganey, like the, a fella who could sweep because Dublin had pushed up on Aidan O'Mahony for their top scorer. So, I mean, you know, the managers talk about trust and everything else, but like that was. You know, while Dublin were composed and controlled and all the rest of it, like you're putting a huge level of trust in players to finish with that amount of attack-minded players on the pitch. Like I thought it was, it, it, like I, I can't think of the last time when a, a team would have finished with that many players, that many forwards on the pitch and pushed up on the opposition yeah, sweeper. I think so, that was the difference between Dublin and Kerry on the day, and that 
those two moves, Jim went after the game, Amphis Morris didn't. He wanted to keep a sweeper back there right right to the death. And I think Mayo, in fairness, whilst they will, there's no doubt they'll go to sweeper in the early stages of this game and probably for long periods in the second half. But when the game's there to be won, it's in the melting pot with maybe 15, 20 minutes left. If, 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 if Mayo don't go after the game at that stage, I think they'll suffer the same fate as, as, as Kerry did the last day. So it'll be interesting to see what approach Stephen Rochard take on him. Because the game will be close going into the last 15, 20 minutes, there's no doubt about that. So it'll be interesting to see, is he willing to maybe take a few risks at that stage and really go after the game? I think you can make a, a case for that Dublin performance being the high watermark for that team. Like I think in the circumstances you did it, it was a fully loaded Kerry team who had, as they said themselves before, had targeted the game since the previous September. Um, it was Dublin without uh, Jack and Rory, which we've talked about all the time, and they were five points down against a properly good team, and they dug themselves and and Alan, (laughs) (laughs) but they dug themselves out of that hole. And I think if if maybe, maybe, I don't think so, but you could make a case for them having expended an awful lot of emotional energy in that game. Yeah. Uh, James, um, in the past, Dublin have tended to hurt Mayo with goals. Uh, and even in last year's championship, I think they scored 18 goals in total on their way to the final, and five of those came in the two games against Mayo. But they've only scored five goals so far this season, which which has been a change, obviously. Do you think they still have the potential to hurt Mayo's defence, though? Yeah, and, 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 and Mr. Brogan's brother there has been the source of a lot of those, particularly against Mayo, you know. Um, and, you know, well, you know, if you look at it, Bernard, Bernard's scoring rate is down. You know, this year I'd say significantly on on last year even. You know, but but is, is Bernard Brogan still a threat? Um, the next day to score goals, of course he is. You know what he needs? What maybe four or five balls, and you know two of those could be goals. You know that's the that threat is still there. So there there is strong stats to say overall that that Dublin scoring rate from play is coming down. Their goal rate is coming down. Their contribution from their subs is coming down. You know, you know. So I think it's. For me, if I was looking at it as a manager, I think it's easier maybe now to hold Dublin to a beatable score than maybe it was in previous years. And that, that's, as, as Alan said, though, that's probably how they, they've changed a little bit based on who they're playing and that kind of stuff. But I think it is easier to hold them to a beatable score. And I mean by that, they, they're not scoring, scoring as much from, from, from open play. You know, their, their reliance on, on free kicks um, has gone up, you know, to, to, to win the game. So it's a, it's a change of dynamic. I suppose in how Dublin, um, how, how they get their scores. So um, it, it is interesting to know. I'm sure I'm sure Mayo will be trolling through that, you know. And if you look at that a little bit further, explore it up a little bit more, you know, Paul Flynn, Kieran Kilkenny, and Bernard. You know, th- three guys are their scoring has gone down, but so it's you know the Jeremy Connollys and, and Dean Rock obviously are, are contributing a lot more of that. And so you know. But that's the thing with, with with Dublin. They've changed where they're getting their scores from, but they're still winning these games and, and managing these games out to the end. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. The other change in the dynamic involves Mayo's defensive structure this year. I mean, Stephen Rochford has played a sweeper uh, in every championship game, even though he changed tack and personnel the last day. Um, clearly, uh, when he set out this year, he was looking at the goal, the goal concession column. And said so that's where Mayo have been hurt badly in Crow Park in August and September in the past. Do you think it's working? Um, we'll find out on, on Sunday. Um, you know, Mayo tried a few different things this year. Uh, no question under 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 Stephen and the new management team, and you know they got to an All Ireland final. So 
so that's great. You know, but there's been moments throughout the year that's been very risky. Like, and if you think of the second half against Westmead, I don't know if you remember, it was out of control there for a while. You know, there was just three points in it and Westmead were coming in waves, you know. So there's been a lot of that kind of, of, of um, I suppose, incidents throughout the year. And if, if you if you bring that through, Mayo have tried different things and, and um, a lot of it's worked. They've been very good in some games, but then they've been very open, very weak in, in, in certain aspects of it well. So, so it'll be interesting to see what they do do on Sunday. I'm not as sure as everyone else that you'll go, that Mayo will go directly with the sweeper for the start of the game. Uh, I know that might sound like that, but if there's one team you don't want to invite onto you, um, it's Dublin. You know, you don't want to give them the initiative. You don't really want to give them the ball that they can come at you. You, you know, so I, it'd be interesting to see how the game starts. You know, Mayo need to try and get their hands on as much primary possession as they can and keep it, I would say, for as long as they can in certain circumstances to keep Dublin out of the game as much as, much as they can. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see what, what happens for the, for the first 10 or 15. And just back to Alan's point there, I think Mayo need to be need to be a, a a few points up coming into the last quarter because if you look at the last quarter of Dublin games they're powering through on teams you know they're really that's where they're they're pulling away you know so so I think Mayo you know need to need to be need to be up um, going into that last quarter and you might see them as, as they try in some games to, to to see that out a little bit more you know so um, I think it's going to be fascinating to see what, what unfolds Alan tactically what do you think Mayo are going to try early on? I think the difference between Dublin sweeper system and other teams sweeper system is Dublin use Keno Sullivan as a sweeper whereas other teams tend to bring back a forward to fill that role and I think that invites that can invite teams on because you're playing with one less forward so I think if if, if Mayo are to employ a sweeper and I think they will I think it'd be foolish of Stephen Rochford to start despite what James says it'd be foolish to start this match without having some form of sweeper system there to at least make sure it stays um, it stays close for the first half but I think if they use maybe similar to what they did the last day they started Barry Moore and full back, I think now. I'm not suggest, suggesting they start Barry Moore and full back against Dublin, but if they use a back as a sweeper and maybe drop a midfielder back in to take a centre forward, something like that means they can still play with the full complement of forwards and 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 try and engage Keno Sullivan somewhat. Like, like we've said it in all the Dublin games that, um, so far this year, if someone doesn't engage Keno Sullivan and you give him the opportunity to sit off in front of the Dublin full back line, he just looks like a Rolls Royce footballer. He's cutting out passes everywhere. So, I think from a mayor's perspective it is important to, to, to try and engage him. And I think someone like Kevin McLaughlin and him that has the legs to run around into those gaps around a half forward line midfield could could cause uh, could cause Dublin trouble. Uh, James, what who do if if Mayo do utilise a sweeper, are they more likely to revert to Kevin McLaughlin this time or uh, or does Barry Moore Barry Moore look more like a horses for courses uh, option uh, in the semi final? Yeah, it all it all depends. You know, it, it can be different, but but you know, if it is sweeper, I do think what what Alan's saying there is, is the case. I, I don't think it'll be Kevin McLaughlin that'll be going back. You know, it might be if Tom Parsons sort of starts. Tom Parsons dr- drops back very early to to centre half back, and if you know if Colin Boyle's there, you might have him just just getting back ahead of the you know that kick ahead of the ball to get into position. Um, you know, you might have you might have some something along those lines. Um, I would think, but then, then again, it all depends. You know, with Ono Garris starts. You know, Ono Garris is a very different, um, offer something very, very different to say the other, um, you know, full forward line, if you like, of 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 Dublin. So, so you know, if if Jimmy Connolly starts centre forward and Ono Garris in there, then you know that may all be 
um, you know, need to tweak maybe a little bit of what they do as well. So, so um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. But, but um, I do think it will be a, you know, if if they are trying to trying to chunk it up, you know, it'll be, you know, you're, you'll have a wing back or, or, or centre half back trying to get back there early, you know, and and the, and the midfielders to fill their role, you know, as as, as Dublin attack. So, um, you know, I think Kevin McLaughlin may play in a, in, a, in a more um, sort of conventional position, you know. Right. Uh, in a word, are you, are you confident that Mayo's time has come? Um, I am. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm always confident when it comes to, to Mayo. To be honest, that team. Uh, I just think. Um, look, they're, they're coming up against a, a, a very, very good team. You don't uh, sound too confident, James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to over. I don't want to overplay it, Alan. You know. I, know. Um, I, I think they're coming up against a very good team. Um, obviously, look at the record. Look at all the records there. I know people are bored listening to, to Dublin's achievements and their 27 games and all that kind of stuff. But I think Mayo, I think their age profile is very strong. I think their their conditioning and preparation over the last number of years has been very, very good and there's a continuous improvement there. Um, I think some of the young players that have come in, you know, the Patrick Durkins, Brendan Harrison is doing very, very well. Jimbo O'Connor, obviously, I expect a huge game from him on Sunday. Uh, you know, Andy Moore is like a, he's like you, you bought someone new on the transfer market the way, the way he's playing. So I just think some of those things um, will give make Mayo that extra little bit more competitive, and and uh, they're they're ready, they're fully fit. Um, you know, by all accounts, training up very well. So I just think it's going to be um, a cracking contest that w- that will be very very close, um, and and hopefully hopefully Mayo to to sneak it in the end. Alan, I presume you're going to disagree with James's assessment. Yeah, like the expectation has been dampened around Mayo, and that can only be a good thing for them. Um, Any time you come into a game, being written off is 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 can only be helpful. And um, they're the one team to have troubled Dublin consistently over the last number of years. And 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 whilst Dublin won't fear them, they did like there is a respect there that that that, that Mayo certainly are capable of beating Dublin. Um, Andy Moore was mentioned there. I think he got four from play the last day. Like I I I just can't see Andy getting that sort of space again against this Dublin defence and then I wonder where the scores are going to come from for Mayo like Dermot O'Connor I think has to ha- have a huge game he was really really good for Mayo last year um, I think he's carrying an injury he has the last couple of games hopefully he's fully fit for this one again but they'll need a big game out of him and, um, but there's no question it's going to be close like I don't think like this talk of Dublin being overwhelming favourites I think is, is, is just nonsense talk but um, in saying that I, I just think Dublin have that little bit more and that little bit further down the road now so I'd probably go for a three or four point win for Dublin and if that happens uh, there'll be no doubt anymore that Dublin will have become they will have proven themselves to be a great team yeah I think there's no question like, I don't think they need to win on Sunday to prove they're a great team there's no question they are a great team And but f- for this Dublin team like what, with the history talk about the 70s and it, with, with Mayo as well like modern day players aren't worried about what's gone on in the past they're only worried about what they're doing what they're doing themselves now so um, I don't think any of that history will weigh on either set of players And um, but I think there's no doubt this Dublin team will go down as, as one of the greatest Dublin teams yet.